Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Partnership has connected. And you the man the egg. America, the mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour black hole block party. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio studios in New York, broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Phoenix to Philadelphia, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo Way are on the air. Hey, listening, DA. Everything we saying, DA. Everything. How we doing, everybody? Welcome back to another wild and woolly week here aboard the Da. So glad you're with us. Good show lined up for you this morning. What does the addition of Messi mean to the youth of soccer and soccer academies and the business of here in the States? We'll talk to former U.S. men's national team member Eddie Johnson. He's involved in the grassroots part of soccer here in the States, and he knows what it means at the biggest levels as well, having played for our men's national team. We'll talk to Eddie coming up here, hour number four. Also this morning, we've got a Canadian bacon from game four over the weekend where the Vegas Knights crawled within one win of the Stanley Cup. Their first ever, potentially, we'll do Canadian bacon from the weekend coming up in hour number three. Also, second installment of Fatherhood at the Movies, a countdown of the overnight flicks I have been absorbing and digesting while watching a newborn. We'll do the next installment coming up here on the show in hour number two. And this hour in 20 minutes sound check and in 40 minutes momentous Monday for inspiration in sports. We begin with the NBA Finals, where the Heat have a chance to win their first NBA championship in franchise history in Game 5. They got the job done taking both in Miami, so now they come back for Game 5 at home, a win at home and clinches that first-ever NBA championship. They are the heavy favorites coming back home for Game 5. And if, if, big if, because we know that the Heat have major crunch time, big game, 
intensity time DNA in their in their veins. They will not give up this title easily, and don't don't be surprised to see a tooth and nail effort from from Miami in Game Five. But if Denver does do this, whose legacy changes most with a championship? For a franchise and a group of men that have never never done it before, it is where we begin. You're cold open. We're gonna approach it as a must-win game. You know, for for I know, I know it's a it's a big opportunity, and, and I think everybody knows. And by the reflection of the practice today, how everybody was locked in, I think I think we're gonna be ready for tomorrow. Uh, and you know, vets are there for to, to do their job. Long before we made it here, that I thought this was gonna happen. You know, it's. A belief of being in the playoffs before, having the experience, um, seeing the team and the chemistry grow, um, having the same core uh, my whole career. Um, that's when I saw it. You know, that's when I believed it. And uh, you know, to be here just kind of rounds it out and uh, you know shows that when we're given the right uh, circumstances and everybody healthy, you know, God willing, um, that we can do it. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, you heard two of the most important combatants for the Denver Nuggets, probably the two, and that'd be Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, of course. You also have Michael Malone, their head coach, who is trying to find his first championship ever and really put his name on a short list of those title-winning head coaches. And so the obvious answer is definitely Jokic, where Everything about who he is, what his legacy is, what his reputation is, would change with a championship. Everything. And I think in many ways it already has, even without one. But with one, it cements it airtight. And that is because before this NBA postseason, even during the regular season this year, Jokic was seen as the stat guy. Nobody could deny the stats. Nobody could deny all of the triple doubles, all of the assists, the points scored, the rebounds. Nobody could ignore the box scores he was putting up. And thus, it was validated when he won the two NBA MVPs that this guy is just, at least numerologically, a cut above everybody else in the NBA. But in terms of respect, he never got it. He never got it. And I would put myself in the same category. That Jokic's numbers obviously leave you with your eyes popping. But at the same time, you don't put him in that short list of the NBA players you'd hate to face. Or the NBA players you have to watch or the NBA players you respect most. He just wasn't in that category. And so that changes with a championship. That you would have the inherent respect because of the MVPs, but now a championship puts it at a different level where you say, and now he's in this class, now he is one of the guys. Now he's one of the dudes in the NBA where clearly short list su- superstars, champions, He's on that list. You're LeBron's, Kevin Durant's, Giannis's, Nikola Jokic's. It's a short list. He, he's on that list. You might put Kawhi Leonard on that list based on what he did in San Antonio and Toronto. Doesn't play much anymore. But we know that list of guys that 
you cannot separate the league and not put their names in the middle of your conversation, Steph Curry. So that that changes with Jokic. But I also think what has changed with Jokic with this playoff run is that forever it was easy to ignore the Nuggets' greatness. Matt, Jokic's greatness, let me put it that way. Not the Nuggets, Jokic's greatness. It was easy to ignore because the Nuggets weren't on national TV a lot, and they weren't a perennial deep playoff team. The one deep postseason they went on before this year was the bubble year, so you could write that off. And so you didn't really have to take Jokic seriously. A guy that just did this, those types of numbers, with a team that didn't go very far in the playoffs, I mean, you know, it was Adrian Dantley. You didn't really have to take that all that seriously. It was Tracy McGrady or Vince Carter or something like this. And so you can put those guys in a different box. You don't have to pay attention as much. This year, this run and winning a championship changes that as well. Now you've got to pay attention to it. Now you, you don't have to make excuses for not involving them in conversations. And I would go back to something we talked about here on the show and almost everybody in the national sports media landscape did a couple of months ago talking about who deserved the MVP. And I said all along I would have given it to Joel Embiid this year. I thought that he was a bit of a notch above regular season production-wise with Nikola Jokic, but a conversation that Kendrick Perkins had by saying that Jokic didn't even really deserve maybe the first two MVPs and that he perhaps got them because he was white. And I think now all of that stuff, whether he was exciting enough to pay attention to, whether the Nuggets were good enough to pay attention to, whether you really respected his double MVPs and thought that he was worthy of a third MVP this year, all of that gets dumped out the window if he wins this championship and almost has already done so. I think everybody that pays attention to the NBA has done a bit of a 180 on him during this postseason because the production has come in all of the big games and all of the important swing games. He has done it consistently from day one of the playoffs until now. And now he's on the verge of a championship with a team that was a one seed. The best record of the West went through what we thought was a pretty good team in the Phoenix Suns, swept through the Los Angeles Lakers, and now has the Eastern Conference champ on the ropes three games to one. So it's going to be Jokic by a long shot of whose legacy changes most. I think then it's going to be Jamal Murray ahead of Michael Malone. And Murray's been fantastic, especially in bunches scoring-wise during this postseason. So Murray's reputation also is going to be is going to be changed dramatically. And, you know, I, I think what you'd go back and, and say, and this is something we talked about on this show a while ago, and I saw that Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo were discussing this on the Ringer podcast, is that it it might be time to start thinking whether the Nuggets should have been doing this before this year because they went to the Western Conference Finals during the bubble. But the last two years, they could have done this except Jamal Murray was injured. And so maybe the respect of the Nuggets has been long time coming and delayed only because of the injury to Murray. Had that not happened, we probably would have seen the Nuggets in a Finals or another Western Conference championship, at least, 
in the previous two years, then this run wouldn't have been so surprising. And then it would be Michael Malone. Now, the reason that I put him third is just because we have Frank Vogel has won a championship, Nick Nurse has won a championship, Budenholzer has won a championship, and those guys aren't vaulted to the top of coaching. It's not like just by virtue of winning we go, wow, and that, you got to give that guy respect. So it happens to a certain degree, but, but not as much as the players who obviously run the NBA. But that would be definitely the list of who's whose legacy changes most with a Denver Nuggets championship. And it would also mean that a, a Nuggets franchise that has never done this, never won a title, gets to hang a banner and be part of a group that they have been on the outside of since day one. Tonight is game five from Denver, 8.30 Eastern tip in the NBA Finals. Here's your phone number, 855-212-4CBS, or on Twitter, DA on CBS. Well, we've embarked upon a historic week here. We are now four days away, four shows away from the third annual Bob's Bar. And... I think that we have ratcheted up the intensity for this Bob's Bar show more than the last two combined and maybe more than we'll ever get to. I I just feel like there's so many things percolating. There are so many potential guests and bits and visuals and goodies, and foods, and dishes, and beers, and listeners. I just think that there's there's more anticipation for this one by a long shot than the first two combined, and then some. And I know that there's a lot of you coming. There's a lot. I have gotten a number of DMs, and emails, and messages over the last... I would say 72 hours since Friday's show, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I have to admit I was taken aback by some. I'm going to start unveiling some of the personal stories that I've gotten of people that are traveling here for it, but let it be known, there's a listener from Vancouver flying standby for this thing, trying to get out here to the East Coast, which if you're flying standby means You arrive early to the airport, and you might stay late, like multiple days to get this thing done. There's a guy in Vancouver saying, I don't care what it takes. I might not have the financial funds. I'm going there and just trying to make my way through seven connections over four days to Bob's Bar. It's it's a whole... It's a whole different vibe than in previous years. And so if you can make it, I highly encourage you to try to do so. I would also say that the long-term forecast now, Friday looks pretty good. And I, and talking to Mraz off-air of what we've got lined up, we got this, we got that, this could come through, that's going to come through, we got this. I mean, we have... At the gate, we have gifts for the first 60 that show up. This is really like going to a ballpark 
and you know the first X number of fans that show up get a bobblehead. It's just wild. We got giveaways at the door, but so I don't know where it's going to end, but I know that this week the drum beat grows louder. Last week it was quiet and soft. Over the week it became bum, bum, bum. And now over the course of this week it's going to go bum, 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 bum <laughs> until we get to Friday and it just explodes. Tell you, Mraz, I don't know if you've had the same experience, but people are just reaching out to me from all corners being like, I'm going to be there on Friday. Yeah, so I don't know if you've directed some of those people to my email or I'm getting a separate batch of people, but there were a few that, you know, names that I was familiar with that needed to confirm addresses with me as they prepare. So the addresses started to leak a little bit. Um, I will also say that I could confirm part of the show. We will have a live stun to a news told by somebody who will be in attendance at the show. It is that crazy as stun to a news as well. Wow. That, that is how the show has continued to develop and weave out. So it's almost like an SNL weekend update in front of an audience. Somebody's going to deliver a live rendition of Stun to a News there. Yes, and I think it would be worthy of Stun to a News, even if we found this out about somebody else, about something else. Like that, it, things are just crazy. I have two full trays of mac and cheese being delivered to Bob's Bar on Thursday night ahead wow. of this on Friday. It, things are just wow. popping, man. Wow. And where are we with the construction in the streets? So uh, no construction continued. You're just going to have some uneven patches where to park nice. the car. So we still seem to be fine. So we'll see how this week develops. Uh, I've had several people call me looking for spots on my couch as well. Oh. So this could just become Woodstock over at my house now this weekend. Uh, and I can confirm somebody flying in from Florida as well. So if Vancouver doesn't make it, you have another candidate for an oil to boil. Wow. And does look like the weather is going to shape up Beautiful. well for us on Friday, right? Beautiful. It's looking like we could hit 80 degrees by 8 a.m. at Bob's Bar with not a cloud in the sky. The heavens have looked down. And I will tell you, the pool finally went in yesterday. I had reports from people there. Ice cold was the temperature for the bet payoff <laughs> when I get thrown in. But the pool is open, ready to go. Yes. Yeah, no, that doesn't mean, I'm sorry, Steven Severna Park, that you should bring your Speedo and hop in, but it's at least we're open for the bet payoff to end the show. <laughs> Any nerves in West Babylon? Uh, a lot. A lot. Um, the town is, is doesn't know what to make of it. They don't know what to come. What's to come? I said, well, if you guys are all knuckleheads, you could deal with everybody else coming in. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they think this is a big deal. This is a big deal for the town. This is a big deal for the community. And this is a big deal to show that a place that nets any, that's not anywhere near a beach can rival the Jersey Shore in terms of a radio show starting a summer bar tour. Let me ask, how should we disseminate the personal address of your parents? Come to me. Send them to my email. Okay, just keep pushing, pushing them privately. Away. We're not going to tweet out the address or Facebook out the address. It'll be a personal. Let me look you over. A little quick background check. Boom, you're checked off. Here's the address. Oh, that, really? That seems to be the oh, the, there's the a route. background check. Well, you know, you don't want to make sure there's any criminals. And I will tell. I mean, we did also get a tweet in. Knockout Neil's back in. He will be in attendance. I know. Knockout Neil is coming. And I said this all along. Even though Knockout Neil and I had a bit of a falling out, maybe he's Fallout Neil this year. <laughs> I am welcoming him back with open arms because I don't want to keep any of the loyalty aliens out. And the listeners that showed up last year, Knockout Neil being one of them, to the first ever Bob's Bar that was open to the, 
to the listeners, open to the public, basically. I don't want anything to stand in the way of those guys forever being welcome back because I they could. are like the group of old guys that went to Super Bowl one <laughs> and are still going. <laughs> you have to make sure that those guys get the proper respect. So Knockout Neil, Dan in Mechanicsburg, Justin in Albany, Tommy Topspin, the guys that showed up last year, the listeners, have to always be respected because they're going to go down in history. <laughs> I agree. I agree. The founding fathers, if you will. Yeah. And I think I think all four are confirmed to come back. So yes, that's a big deal. This is going to be incredible. This is going to be. And I mean, let it be known, it's going to be my first time out of the house, basically. So this is <laughs> very exciting. Very, very, uh, yeah, a psychic test here. Will DA be okay? Will DA wake up unlike I did today? Well, you know, there'll be a lot of things here. Yeah. It's going to be huge. So that's coming up on Friday. The countdown continues. When we come back here on the show, we've got your best audio of the day. It is time for Sound Check coming up here next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. We appreciate you being with us, and you can always listen to the show on hundreds of affiliates nationwide, also on SiriusXM Channel 158, and you can stream us using your phone. Check out the you check out the free Odyssey app or the free CBS Sports app to stream us as well and tell your smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. We begin with Chris Paul, who's going to find a new home after his Phoenix Suns run here. He joined the Pivot podcast, and Chris Paul, renowned as perhaps one of the greatest players ever not to win an NBA championship, here's CP3. She's at that age now where at school, kids talk crazy to her. Right. So she had a little boy, whatever, at school that said some reckless stuff to her. It was like, your daddy ain't never going to win no championship. 
Ouch. Chris Paul's daughter hearing it at school. I wonder if that was Bill Ryder's son. (laughs) (laughs) There are a few things in, in the radio universe that make me laugh more that I enjoy more than Bill Ryder just going after Chris Paul all of the time. I love it. I really love it. I think it's just great. It's so much fun. But that's tough. Hey, that's when you know you really have a reputation when you have kids in elementary school that are parroting the takes. That's when you know that the takes have gone global. The takes have gone worldwide. Like the kids in school today are not going to be talking about how Jokic's legacy changes tonight with a championship. They're not going to be talking about whether Michael Malone belongs to the top five head coaches, but they will be talking about how Chris Paul ain't never going to win a championship. (laughs) (laughs) It's tough. If there was a New York take that Taylor would have at pre-K that maybe she gets from you, what do you think would be the sports take from Taylor? Well, first of all, I like that she'd be on the offensive and not some kid going, your daddy pooped his pants once. I, I, I would hope that would let's be hope. that. Now, that could happen down the road. <laughs> right, let's keep that in play. I could totally see her going up to, like, a Timmy Bellotti if they were in the same school district and saying, my daddy says Jacob DeGrom will never be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and that really getting home to Pete. Timmy wouldn't have any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> So you think you've said that enough to where it has absorbed into, Dale, into yeah. Taylor's mind. Yeah, yeah. Either that or Taylor goes up to Timmy Pilate and says, my daddy says Aaron Rodgers is only going to win seven games for the Jets this year. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that Taylor would know either the Jets or the Eagles we don't root for in this house. Or oh, sure. Something like that. Isn't it? There's got to be a team that you have definitely put into oh. her mind that is no good. It's the Cowboys because she kept saying lines from Woody in uh, Toy Story about like uh, "hee haw, cowboy," whatever. And I've banned her saying those lines, and she knows Cowboys not welcome in this house. Oh, okay. So even Cowboys like Woody from Toy Story, she can not play with the, the toy, but he's not to be referred to as a cowboy because I don't want that subliminally seeping into her mind. So she's not allowed to say the word cowboy? Refusal. No, that word is a bad word. It's an adult word. In this cowboy way. is a bad word. Yes, it's an adult word. No different than some of the curse words she's heard. That she says. Yeah, well, then, <laughs> we have to break that in <laughs> From <early> you. <laughs> Here is Andy Reid as the Chiefs were honored at the White House for winning the Super Bowl back in February. And Andy Reid doing what Andy Reid does memorizing that play card. Well, in this case, the Waffle House play card. A French toast, grilled cheese, and ham sandwich that they sprinkled a little bit of powdered sugar on. I mean, it was phenomenal. The guys were, and it was, there was abundance of this. Uh, and and then they had uh, chicken fingers, exotic chicken fingers. To put. And then maybe the best part was they had, uh, which I hadn't seen before, but little bite-sized squares of the heart of the watermelon. So this is what the White House served? This is what they served the Chiefs. They asked Andy Reid, what did the White House serve you guys when you came to the White House? So the White House went Waffle House. Uh, I mean, I guess. Is that what I wrote? No, I mean. That's what he's saying, right? No, no. No, he's just saying what's on the menu. They served them French toast, sandwiches with ham and cheese, 
heart of the watermelon and exotic chicken. Oh, thing. okay. Sorry, I'm I'm reading this wrong. This is the White House's. This was the White House menu, not the Waffle House menu. Yeah, please tell me I didn't write Waffle House. No, no, morning. no, you didn't. Okay, okay, all right. Got it. For yes. some reason, that was in my mind. I thought maybe I saw that somewhere else. Okay, so the White House served sandwiches that were ham and cheese, but the bread was French toast. Yes, and oh, sprinkled a little. that sounds great. And he said he sprinkled a little powdered sugar on there to add oh, to it. Yeah, that's, wow. a, that's a thing, guys. That's like a, that has a name. It has a French Monte name. Cristo? A Monte Cristo or a croque monsieur. One of yes. those things. Yes. Monte Cristo. That. It just came to me. That really? might be. Yeah. But he said it was very, quote, oh, no, that was the other thing. He said there was an abundance of it. So that's what he said. He was very happy that they had that much of it. And then what was the second thing he said? I heard he said Chicken that... fingers, but exotic chicken fingers. Oh, now, what wonder... could that mean? Panko breadcrumb or something? Wow. Sauce, probably. Different sauce. A different sauce? I guess. Yeah, maybe different breading and a different sauce? Yeah, maybe something like that. Some hmm. teriyaki, you have, uh, you know... Different, different oh, flavors. maybe they're glazed a couple glazed. different ways. Right, right. Oh, right. good point. Okay, for the record, I'm just looking up the Monte Cristo. The Monte Cristo is ham and cheese with French toast as the bun, but it also has mustard and mayonnaise. Oh, you can't do that with it's French one toast. One on each side. Mustard on one side of the bread, mayonnaise on the other side Some, of the bread. Sometimes, but you, you can get it without it, and it's much better without it. And you can get it with like a, there's like a cherry or glazed dip. That you can Ooh. dip it in? Really? Yep. I, you know, I've always heard of the Monte Cristo. I kind of had like a general knowledge of what it was, but I guess I never really drilled down. And I'm looking at how it's made. You put the pieces of, of bread down, okay? And then you put the ham and the cheese on it. Mm-hmm. And you, you, have, you have it in the batter. Actually, no. Then you put the whole sandwich in the batter and then you fry it up. So... It's not like you're putting pieces of French toast together. You're actually making the whole thing together in the skillet, so it's all heated up. Oh. Yeah. There's also then a croque monsieur, which is which is French toast bread with a san- to make a sandwich too. So they're very similar. So maybe like one of those two things were in play at the White House. Oh. Wow. Wow, this is a real game changer. This makes me want to eat this right now because it's an excellent breakfast, right? Ham, cheese, and French toast with powdered sugar. Oh, you're getting your protein, your unhealthy meat, some melted cheese, and the beauty of a French toast with the powdered sugar. Salty, sweet. That's a perfect brunch setup. Croque Monsieur. How have I never had this? So, Bogues, you're pretty familiar with the Monte Cristo. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say familiar, but I knew that's what it was the second Sean described it, that it was one of these two things. And I didn't realize how close they were. They're basically identical, these two sandwiches. I don't know why they have separate names. I truly well, love it. What I do love is that Andy Reid is unaware that it has a French name, and he just approached the table Good and went, right. this yes. is a ham and cheese sandwich on French toast. He's like the everyday man. He's not even going to the in-depth French name. He did not know it was a Monte Cristo. <laughs> wow. And it's funny that he's never seen a watermelon in heart-shaped balls. That right. seems to be a pretty common thing, right? Like what? any PTA well, meeting has this. T- to be honest, he, you know, it's fruit, DA. So I don't right. know that how much Andy Reid's walking through, but yeah. it's just it's unreal. You could also tell that Andy Reid didn't feel shy about grabbing a second ham and cheese sandwich on French toast when he tells you there's an abundance of it, almost oh, in case anybody was watching him go back for more. Well, yeah, if you're going to be honored to the White House, I hope you're not worried that it'll run out. I'm really hoping that you feel comfortable enough to go up there and get seconds. Finally, this happened over the weekend, and it almost feels like the DA show's script writers wrote this out. During Red Sox-Yankees, there was a foul ball back behind the plate. 
It happens to come perilously close to the Yankees radio press box. And who's on the call? Of course, our friend John Sterling. Here's how it sounded on Yankees radio. And Holmes at the belt. And now the 3 2 swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. So once again, it'll be a 3 2. <laughs> Number one. It's the third ow that gets you. Ow! <laughs> ow! Ow! <laughs> the it's third, the third ow, ow that gets you. The third ow just kills me. Ow! 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 Like, if you stub your toe, if you pinch your hand in, like, a... a hinge or something in the door you say ah but then if you do it again ah ah oh <laughs> you know it's bad but then the third one you're like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that's when it becomes like comical that's like when it's a, a Hanna-Barbera cartoon but then the second thing is I I'm really impressed that he just picks up the play-by-play -play and here's the three two I mean, he's 84 years old. Uh, Bogues, you're you're the play-by-play -play guy around here. That's really damn impressive, especially at his age, is it not? Well, let's put also make it known that we now can see the video. We were initially told that Sterling Cam was not going to be released of this incident. And Correct. then it was yesterday. It so was under embargo for mm -hmm. the first couple of hours. And then, now that we've seen it, and that initial thud, by the way, is the ball hitting the desk and ricocheting up off of his forehead, Bang. basically. Ow. <laughs> I don't... First of all, the, that he only said, ow, is remarkable. I would have been cursing up a storm True. and then crying, uh, and I would have at least missed a pitch, and this dude didn't. I don't... Oh, he's uh, oh. not human. Ow. It did whack him good. It, it got it him really him good. good. In the it, forehead. Right. And it should be noted, this is like a little inside baseball, inside radio. Sterling is left alone for that top of the inning because Susan Woman, his partner, goes down to the field because when the Yankees are winning, she's going to grab an interview on the field. And the producer goes down with her to help corral the interview. So there's nobody up there to jump in front, deflect this ball. Sterling slides himself right to the middle. He is left alone, so he has no choice but to pivot and go back to the 3-2. To him to have that mindset is Good unreal. Point. Yeah, there was no safety blanket there. There was no he, – if he stopped calling the game, nobody was going to be there to pick it up. Th there is so much that we – that is so fortuitous here. Number one, that there is a Sterling cam now to see things like this. Number two, that it happened to John Sterling and not a younger broadcaster that might – it might not have been as funny. Number three, thankfully, it ricochets, and it was not on the fly. If it was on the fly, things would get real grisly. Number four, that it didn't hit him in the glasses. It hits him in the forehead, and he's wearing glasses at the time. Imagine that shatters the lens of the yeah. of his glasses. There was a lot oh. that could have gone really wrong there, but instead it's just a comical John Sterling moment, and thank <laughs> goodness for that. Ow! I, I mean, I would argue, what are, what are the glasses for based on some of the commentary we've heard from some of these games? Well, I, like well, how, I like how he looked up 
and the ball bounced in front of him <laughs> <laughs> off the table. Yeah, that's true. That's why he doesn't know where the ball's going. He had no idea what was happening. Yeah. That's why left field can be so far away. It is remarkable in every way that John routinely loses balls that are going out of the ballpark, that are not going out of the ballpark, that are in the dirt, that are at the warning track, that are this, that, and the other thing, that he conveniently just misses plays and stuff all over the place. And yet, in this case, he just goes right back to calling play-by-play like he's a play-by-play cyborg that you simply cannot turn him off. You And people want him to retire at 84. I mean, the guy can get drilled by a foul ball and just never miss a pitch. He ain't going anywhere. I got news for Justin Shackle and the rest of these guys that want that job. He ain't never retiring, okay? Do I, I, not hold your breath. He ain't never leaving that booth. I, I made the joke yesterday. Our friend Emmanuel Barbari, who's like third in line, I said there was nobody rooting for that ball that hit him harder than Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new good game. You missed it, DA. Because Emmanuel is so sweet and unassuming, and Sean was just laying it on so thick about how badly he wants things to happen to Shackle and to Sterling to get that job. And Emmanuel has no idea how to handle it. So the next time he's here, you got to do the same thing tease him about this because it makes him squirm there was a moment last night where justin shackle and emmanuel saw this video and their hearts dropped out like i'm never getting that job it'll never happen if it doesn't bounce we're in if it doesn't, <laughs> if it doesn't bounce i'm on the next road trip <laughs> subway series this week it was almost <laughs> I could have had the Subway series. It could have been mine. And that's your sound check. Good to have Andrew Bogish back. Bogeyman was kind of in and out last week. Some vacation, some filling in for writer. But he's now back with us leading into Friday's Bob's Bar Show. Bogey, welcome back. What's going on? We got headlines sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, and your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance. Apparently, Kevin loves on the Little Debbie plan. No two-week paternity leave, followed by two weeks working from home for him. Love rejoined the Heat yesterday in Denver after staying in Florida for a yeah, day. Yeah, but Tyler Hero's on my plan. He ain't never showing up either. <laughs> There's a new baby in the Love family. He is back in Denver for Game 5. All hands on deck for the Heat. They're down three games to one. That whole makes sense to Bam Adebayo. Nobody wants to be in this position, but... You know, for us, we've been through so much adversity in this season. Who else would be in this situation? Uh, so for us, man, we've dealt with adversity before. Biggest thing for us is go out there, play basketball, have ultimate clarity. It's another 8.30 Eastern tip-off tonight. Eric Spolstra said yesterday there is no change in Tyler Hero's status. He still hasn't played since breaking his hand in game one of round one against the Bucks. Rubber game last night at Yankee Stadium. Here's the pitch. Swing and a line drive into left field. That's a base hit. At last, a hit with a runner in scoring position. Kike delivers. Duvall scores, and it's 3-2 Red Sox. And that would be the final in 10 on Sunday night. Baseball, the call from Red Sox. Radio Kike Hernandez, the tie-breaking RBI single. Boston trailed 2-1 through 7 but an error by Yankee second baseman Glaber Torres helped them tie the game. And then there's college baseball. Wake Forest headed to Omaha in the World Series for the first time 
Since 1955, they had wow. a tourney record tying nine homers in yesterday's 22-5 clincher over Alabama. To mm-hmm. And yes, wow. Bama's former skipper did have the over in that one. And Novak Djokovic now has more Grand Slam titles than any other male tennis player. Number 23 coming with yesterday's straight set win over Casper Ruud of the French Open. And this joker isn't done yet. I still feel motivated. I still feel inspired to play the best tennis on this tournament the most. You know, Grand Slams. You know, those are the ones that count, I guess, the most in the history of our sport. So I, I look forward already to, to Wimbledon. Jokovic. And they're both they're both close friends, right? That Joker and Nikola Jokic. Uh, I think so. I mean, I, I think Jokic might have been at the Djokovic uh, Renegade tennis event during COVID. Uh, I th- so I do think that they have some connection. Yes, they're but both I, from Serbia. Correct. I, I definitely have seen them photographed together. So how about if in the span of basically twenty four to thirty six hours, one guy wins the French Open and pushes him. Did you say he pushed it? He pushed his total of Grand Slam wins ahead of Nadal. Yes, he has one more than everybody now. Yeah, so he gets to that next tier, and then the Joker on the basketball floor could get the championship. That would be an amazing two days uh, between those two. And Tom Brady was there yesterday in the Djokovic yeah. box, watching him win. Yeah, taking some some Instagram TikTok videos. Uh, I'm done. By the way, back to you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Bogues. When we come back here on the show as we mosey along on this Monday morning, it is a momentous Monday next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Smiling like little Mo every morning. It's a momentous Monday. Every day can be a better day despite the challenge. All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it. It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance. I just say whatever cause there is no way you're bound it. <laughs> I just think people should know that if you stay positive, everything will be fine. Just eat, drink, and breathe positive thoughts. That's all you got to do, and everything will be good. Funny, in life, when you're little, when you're young, you're supposed to be weak. And when you grow older, you're supposed to be strong. But how many times have we seen young people, kids, provide the strength that us adults might never have? And Little Mo was like that. Little Mo was so strong, and he was only 13 years old when ultimately he passed away. And I want to talk about a young man by the name of Noble Haskell. We go to Aurora, Colorado, where Noble was a cross-country runner. And two years ago, he was involved in a very serious car accident, which left him paralyzed from the neck down. Well, over the last two years, he has completely attacked rehab. And the doctors who thought he would never walk again, here he was at Smoky Hill High School, voted Outstanding Student of the Year and walking at graduation. I saw this video on Instagram a couple of days ago. And he was walking with a cane, and clearly he's walking gingerly, but... Noble Haskell was was back and walking for his diploma, which I was just taken aback by the strength of this young man. Well, they also held the first ever Noble 5K, where to raise money 
They got everybody in the community together and it was going to go to his continued rehabilitation because he wants to run again. And in the 5K, TV cameras caught the story, this beautiful story of Noble Haskell who refuses to say no. And he was there with his cane, taking steps with his rehab partner over the course of that three-mile course as other people completed it. He was walking his portion of that, but rounded the final turn and headed for home where his mom was waiting and she hugged him when he when he crossed the finish line. So the young man is just amazing. I'm going to get choked up here. He is just, um, he's the best of us. And these young people that do these types of things just give us all the, the type of um, motivation and perspective that it can be done never say die never think you can't and uh, noble haskell's just on his way to running again he's just not going to take no for an answer and to see his strength to see his desire to see his spirit his positivity in a situation a lot of people get very negative says everything and it's stories like this that um that make me realize there's just greatness and magic in a lot of people that you just, you never even heard of, you don't even know of, but when you see these stories, you go, yeah, that person has it, and Noble Haskell has it. So I am uh, incredibly impressed. And uh, that guy, that's a warrior right there. When we come back on the show, Conor McGregor go too far. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.